Welcome to the Total Boss Podcast, and I'm your host, Cristiano Green, a podcast where we talk about finding fulfillment through self-development, being a leader of your own life, and getting the most out of it as well. Tenacity, originality, talent, authenticity, and being legendary. It's all about living your best life. Hello, 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 all you Total Bosses out there, and welcome to another episode of the Total Boss Podcast. I am your host, Cristiano Green, and I am a gay man's relationship coach, helping gay men find long-lasting, happy, and healthy love into their lives. So this week on the podcast, I really wanted to jump in and talk about some of the main reasons why gay dating can be really hard. Um, You know... Dating is difficult in general, especially in this, you know, 21st century. But gay dating is what I would assume, um, well, what, what I've uh, understood is, is even harder. You know, being gay adds another level of complexity to the dating process. And because we're all men, we make this process of looking for a mate all the more difficult. You know, as gay men, our walls can be very high. Our hearts can be very guarded. And we're all still figuring out exactly what we're looking for because, you know, for many of us, we didn't really see what we're trying to create growing up. Um, as someone, you know, who's longed for love most of their life um, and, you know, who, who dedicates his time to helping other gay men find love, I've really tried to analyze what it is that makes dating as gay men more complex. And this is some of the things that I've come up that that really make gay dating a little bit harder in general. So let's start with number one. So many gay men are sex crazed, sex craved, sex monsters that, you know, libidos are running high. You know, for men in general, we have higher libidos as well. Um, but then when you, you add on to the fact that you're also dating other men, bam, you know, it doesn't matter who you are, how you identify, you know, in the gay world, a lot of men are constantly horny. You know, it, it is quite scientifically driven due to the fact that we have testosterone pumping through our bodies. And when you add to the fact that, you know, this culture that we're in now with social media and so much accessibility to online dating apps or porn or whatever, that we're obsessed with imagery and sex and it becomes almost impossible to really escape the thoughts of sex. So even if you're able to, you know, find yourself, you know, not so wound up, there's a good chance if you go to the gym, you go to your job, your night out, or whatever is going to make you want to do what men are programmed to do, spill your seed, um, you'll realize that obviously due to, you know, testosterone levels being doubled in this dating world, we are constantly playing with fire as we try to think with our brains and not our dicks, right? So that's number one, being sex craved. It's, it's quite a common thing for men in general. Number two, for gay men, sex is easy, right? Well, it can really be for, for, for a lot of us, right? Going, you know, deeper into the conversation about gay men and sex, you know, you have to acknowledge how easy it is to find sex. Excuse me. With dating app culture running amok, gay men by far have real easy outlets to look for sex, you know? Add to the fact that you've got gay bars, you've got saunas, you've got, um, you know, open relationships, you've got cruise spots, right? 
this isn't really the, the, the case for, for straight counterparts, right? There is not really, um, you know, bathhouses uh, are arranged for, for straight couples, right? You know, there isn't cruising spots arranged for, for straight couples really at all, right? So it's about really understanding that many of us grew up insecure and full of shame. So part of coming out is feeling sexually liberated. However, we often mistake the ease and casualness of the sex that we, you know, can and do have as something other than what it really is. And so we're looking to fulfill a void within ourselves with the physical pleasure that does in fact feel good, but often doesn't lead to um, substance we crave in any, you know, juxtapositional way, right? Sex is great, but obviously we know sex with substance is harder and harder to come by the more casual we are about this physical act, right? The less, you know, you, you put into the meaning of it, the, the less meaning it's going to give you in your life as well, right? So that's number two. Number three is gay men say why they want one thing, but really want another, right? We all seen this probably online where people are posting something on their, on their, um, profile about what they're looking for. But then when you actually talk to them, it's completely different, right? Um, people are very beyond in, indecisive about what it is that they really want. Being gay is confusing. There's no right or wrong way to be gay. However, we have to, you know, find out what we want on our own because we don't grow up in a predominantly gay world. Once we break the norm and find comfortability within our own sexuality, everything else is up for debate. Who do we want to be? Who do we want to date? Do we want to get married? Do we want kids? Do we want to be monogamous, right? All the normal expectations of our straight counterparts are a lot less expected. And we find ourselves craving the single life one day and looking for love, uh, the love of our life the next. Um, Who, if we do meet, we most likely end up sleeping with and confusing the relationship further, reverting back to, you know, points one and two, right? It's a real vicious cycle and truly causes so many dating problems. Thus, it's beyond difficult to truly meet someone we're attracted to in every way and keep our pants on. It's um, definitely possible, right? But the thought always is, why would we? That's a lot of what's going through your mind, especially if you're sexually attracted to them and you have all these other urges as well. So that's number three. Number four is, as gay men, we have some very deep scars. As gay men, you know, we grew up hiding parts of ourselves because gay still is considered different. And in a lot of places, it's considered bad or evil. We feel like we have to hide a part of ourselves every day for many formative years, which means we are neglecting other parts of ourselves that should be receiving precious energy. So when we finally do come out, we often confuse this as dealing with our issues, when in fact, this is just the beginning um, to dealing with what our issues really are. It's beyond hard to, you know, be vulnerable with someone else, especially when so many of us are uncomfortable with being vulnerable with ourselves. So admitting that life isn't all, you know, peaches and rainbows or whatever you want to call it, it's, um, you know, the less honest we are with ourselves, the more guided we're going to be becoming and the more we keep our walls up. So our insecurity is really beyond high from all the shame we felt growing up. And even after we've dealt with it, it feels all too real when we are hurt again in that dating process as well. So that's number four. Number five is as gay men, we go through what we call a second adolescence, right? Because we, you know, held back from being authentically ourselves for most of our adolescence and the beginning of our adult lives and really depending on, you know, the level of age that you came out of, this is really different as well, we get a chance to do it all over when we come out. You know, we get to test new waters, try new things, and explore a whole new world full of men, sex, drugs, alcohol, and it can be really dangerous. 
When we partake in all of these new things, we're at an age when we have disposable incomes most likely, we aren't being monitored by our parents, and we have the world at our fingertips. The cherry on top of all this is that usually happens in a big city. Or at least some places bigger than that hometown we grew up in where excess is welcomed. <coughs> Excuse me. Yeah, for me, I moved away from a smaller regional town of called Central Coast and went to Sydney when I came out, right? I moved away from that small town mindset to a big city mindset where it was full of everything. And I got caught up in, in all of that stuff. And God, it was a lot of fun for so many years. <coughs> but it kind of turns into this... Peter Pan syndrome unofficially, right? Where, you know, they get sucked into the world and never come out. And, you know, you can have, you know, 40, 50-year-old men who who are starting their adolescence again and really getting caught up into a whole brand new world, right? So it's difficult. It really is something that we go through. So this makes it difficult and harder because, again, as you're going through the process of finding yourself, figuring out what you want... You, you're going through adolescence as well. And so maybe you're not as open and ready for it. And then when you do, you know, you, you may have missed the mark of what it is that you're really looking for. You know, it can be, can be true. So it's number five. Number six is we have unrealistic expectations. Gay men are beyond picky and we feel like we can be because with social media, the pool of possibilities feels endless. We think that if one guy doesn't work out, then we can just kick them to the curb and find someone else, right? Men, we have egos and we strive to be the best at everything we do because it was something we learned as closeted children, right? If we could be amazing at everything we did, we thought that maybe you wouldn't be able to tell what was different about us. However, this tends to lead us to having crazy expectations for ourselves and therefore our mates as well. So everyone is supposed to look like a model, have an, uh, you know, an Adonis body, be super successful, like everything we like and fit the molds we've created that no one can ever actually live up to. <coughs> we all expect to have perfect tens for partners, even if we aren't a 10, which as we know, no one is because no one really can be perfect. So that striving for perfection and leads to unrealistic expectations, which is another big problem in the dating world as well. Next one, seven, timing is everything. If we're lucky enough to find the mid-physical 10 that, that, that we talk about, then it's usually because he was just recently set free from his last relationship. Men like this aren't single for long. While this sounds great, it usually means that he's going to be feeling insecure and needing to go for his own version of realizing how hard dating is again. Even if we're ready to date and we found ourselves maturing past a lot of these points, that doesn't mean that Mr. Dreamboat is ready. His ego is hurt. <laughs> he needs to, you know, rediscover himself and prove that he's desirable to not only you, but many men, unless you're willing to wait or, you know, feel hurt, you know, Mr. Dreamboat really isn't that 10 that you thought he was. So add to the fact that gays often date with the seasons and half the year is either thought of as warm single and often slutty season or as a cold cuddling, more relationship based time of the year. We forget that we are still animals and like our furry friends, our bodies change with the tides and seasons in a very natural way. So however, gay men are quick to use this seasons as an excuse to why we are allowed to behave in certain ways. So that's number seven. Number eight is there isn't really pressure for gay men to be coupled up in the same way that straight couples are, right? Straight, uh, straight people have biological clocks when it comes down to, you know, marriage and kids, etc. So for gay men, there isn't those, those, those things there. So being single isn't as frowned upon as in the straight world. And the pressure to partner up isn't as paramount. And we're okay being a certain age and single. We aren't definitely going to have kids. 
Um, and, and even today, straight couples are, are waiting longer and longer to have children, right? But however, even when we do couple up, the way in which we operate as couples is quite different than straight couples. Um, and that's, that's the concept of monogamy isn't a given. And just because you want to be in a relationship in a certain way doesn't mean your partner is going to want the same thing long term. Add to the fact that a lot of our friends are single and it becomes almost more natural to be single in the gay world than in a healthy relationship. We even joke that gay years are like dog years for relationships as well, right? We all hear about that. If someone's dating someone for a year, oh, wow, this is a long-term relationship, right? You know, you've probably had that as well, right? So, you know, you might realize as well that your circle's are full of perpetual bachelors who appear to enjoy their single domain constantly question why we are looking to settle down. We all have a friend or two who claims to love being single, but through candid conversations, it becomes apparent he isn't addressing these deeper wounds from past loves and life. And these single gay friends come with their own baggage and will often project that we too need to sow our wild oats. So that's also another thing as well. Next one is, is that, a lot of gay men are afraid of commitment. Getting married wasn't an option for our community until very recently, so commitment from a legal standpoint was actually probably quite far from most people's minds. This, in some subconscious way, made us less serious when it came to dating. Now that we can get married, more and more of us are starting to think longer term, and, and if something isn't clicking, we jump ship and don't even try to see if we can work things out. It's easier to just keep reverting back to all the other points that making dating hard than it uh, is to try and walk on something with someone we thought we really liked. Dating is hard. Being in couple is hard, but it shouldn't be this hard, right? We left our minds, we let our minds drift. We make assumptions and half the time we aren't even communicating how we are feeling with our partners. So the fact that we aren't also, uh, you know, can't stop looking for the next best thing doesn't help and only perpetuates the lack of commitment in, in the gay community as well. And finally, number 10, jealousy plagues our community, right? Well, um, you know, not all gay men are jealous, or at least to an unhealthy point, but going back to issues of shame and insecurity that stem from our youth, we often have a hard time trusting that we are good enough. And from this destructive flaw, we then end up projecting our neurosis onto our partners and find ourselves jealous for no reason. Again, almost everywhere we go is that that is gay centric is filled with men who could be our lover or take away, uh, you know, to, or take away our lover, right? <coughs> it's stressful, plays tricks on our minds and breeds a jealousy that can, you know, kill the strongest of bonds. You know, even if we are lucky enough to find someone special and start dating, jealousy can creep within that relationship. Subconsciously or consciously, we have levels of competition that exist between us and our partners because, again, we're both men and on some levels compare ourselves against each other. Mix in that lack of communication, which uh, as men we are more likely to be bad at, and it's really a recipe for disaster, right? So while it can really feel like dating um, and ultimately finding someone amazing is impossible in the gay world, we have to remain optimistic if we really do want to find someone. Now more than ever, strong committed gay couples exist in public spheres, which means there are examples of what we can have. And we need to stop perpetuating the idea that all the good ones are either taken straight or live far away. The language we use when we're talking about dating needs to be positive and upbeat. And we have to stop confusing proper courting with endless casual sex. We need to stop using every excuse in the book and start walking on ourselves because we aren't perfect either. 
So this is just really some key things that we want to look at and address at if you're someone who's going into the dating world and struggling to date because, you know, like I said, there's a lot of things that make dating hard and and, and for, there's a lot of these things that we've mentioned that makes dating as a gay man harder as well. So maybe some of these things that you relate to, maybe some of these things that you've, you know, maybe just heard of for the first time and maybe, you know, you're starting to take that in. But if you've got any questions or shares about this, you know that you can reach out to me on social media. I love hearing from you guys about um, what I share. So feel free to share that with me, send it in to me and uh, happy to, you know, answer anything else there. And if I've missed something, feel free to add that on top because I really just jumped in and, and looked at some of the key things that was really holding gay men back from finding long-lasting love. Trust has been a great episode. I'm going to be back next week with a brand new episode. So like I said, like and share and um, always remember you've got this and I've got you. Bye for now.